Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. You know, Man Bun and Big Booty Becky and Puffy Patty, are they all new members of our show or do they just show up in the podcast? Coming up in a minute. First, let's get this thing started. Can you help me? Madison is our guest this morning, and we're doing some OPP, Other People's Problems. You got some issues? Uh, Bring them to the radio. I always feel that our listeners are pretty good about giving some advice, and more than likely, somebody's been through the exact same thing you're going through right now. Madison, tell everybody what's going on here. So, in my household, I want to start sleeping at our house for Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, I have four kids, and, and as I'm sure you know, that's the, the most stressful thing in the world. Yeah. Right. You know, my husband does help a little, but it, it kind of seems like everybody gets to enjoy the holiday but me because of how much I have to put into it. And I, I know for a fact my mother-in-law and my husband are going to have a meltdown. So I'm hoping you have some suggestions to help me out. So I have a I have a question for you. If they come to you after you say, it's just like I don't, enjoy the holidays and I should I don't get the help and support that I should with four kids if you guys are gonna help me and I'll be able to enjoy a glass of wine on a couch somewhere then maybe you'd entertain it or are you kind of stuck on the idea of staying at home I'm kind of firm on the idea of staying home because I feel like once that gets approached and that happens now I'm like public enemy number one you know well you've been doing it for so long why can't you have it your way you've been doing it their way for so long now it's time to kind of switch it up and that's okay like it's so crazy to request a family of six travel to a house of a grandma and grandpa. I think but here's wild. the deal, and you're probably fighting this too. I'm gonna guess that grandma and grandpa don't want to sleep on one of your beds. Like everybody, then go home. But what if they can't? What if it's too far away? Like then a morning breakfast. You come see us after we unwrap our Santa gift. Always been under the impression that the youngest people travel. But you guys don't. For your Christmas, For you've sure. always we stayed at your time. house. We never stay. We've never once since we've had kids stayed at my home. No way. You every, guys every, always stay We've at either your slept house. at my parents or my wife's parents. I've never slept at my For house. For Christmas? For Christmas. Ever, 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 ever have I woke up since I've been married with kids or since I've even been married and woke up to Christmas what? morning in my own home. I feel like she told me a long time ago that you guys decided that you're doing weird. Never once. All right. Well, I've tried to, but never once. So I fought your fight and I just gave up because I thought it was always young people travel. But uh, we'll toss this out there. We'll see what everybody else thinks, okay? Okay. Can you help me? Can you help me? People's problems, and Madison's got one. She's, you know, kind of wanting to have Christmas at her place. So, in my household, I want to start sleeping at our house for Christmas Eve. Um, I have four kids, and and as I'm sure you know, that's the the most stressful thing in the world. You know, my husband does help a little, but it kind of seems like everybody gets to enjoy the holiday but me, Uh because of how much I have to put into it. And I, I know for a fact my mother-in-law and my husband are going to have a meltdown. <laughs> if you don't go to their place. Um, I also think that if you have not purchased any gifts or wrapped any gifts or put thought into that whole process, you got to pick up the slack other places. Like Derek's been doing all the chores, whatever. I'm not talking about Derek. I'm talking about if you are sitting holidays out. And you sit back and watch the mother of your children or your other significant other do all the the work. You got to figure out how to make it nice for them. Because that is, it's a 
ton of stuff to do. My entire life, we've been traveling back to where my parents or Trisha's parents are. And I just kind of, I try, I tried to get them. Like when we, we were living three and a half hours away at one point. Yeah. And it just wasn't happening. They just weren't going to travel in the winter and sleep on a guest bed. They just weren't. They were like, bring the grandkids down here. And they're like, you don't keep the grandkids away from the grandparents. I'm not saying that you do, but you can reconfigure your holiday mm. and make it suitable for everybody. Madison is feeling really upset. She's not getting the holidays that she deserves either. Yeah, suck it up. Uh- That's kind of where I'm at. Like, you got to do this for the grandparents. They're not going to be around forever. Teresa, first thoughts on this? Do you travel or do you stay home? Well, we used to travel to my in-laws, and then you just got... Christmas is the easiest holiday to figure out. It's a two-day holiday. Yeah. Did she, did she, how far away are her parents? How far away does she have to travel? She didn't, she didn't say, say, but it sounds like at least it's an overnight. If she wants to stay home for Christmas, stay home. But you also have to remember that little kids grow up with that memory of, oh, I get to go to Grandma and Grandpa's for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And that's a memory that every little kid should have. Good point. I appreciate your call. Thank you so much for checking in real quick. Hi, Mike. How are you today, bud? Hey, good. Good. You got yeah. it. Yeah, we're great. Thanks for asking. You got advice for Madison? So I've always been, my family's been, when you have kids, you wake up Christmas morning at your own house. Okay. I mean, it's just been a thing. Um, I, I just don't feel like it's sustainable, though. Like, JJ, you're talking about, like, how you go to the in-laws or your parents. Um, that's fine. But then how, how did that start? But then also, how's it going to continue? Like, you have kids that are getting up there in age yeah. that are going to have kids as well. So are their kids going with your kids to your parents' house, or it's going to get yeah. a little crowded? So my oldest is point. 21, and I have a 19-year-old daughter, and yeah, they're going to finish college yeah. and have families here eventually. I asked my wife that uh, as we were hanging Christmas decorations the other night. I go, hey, how, how long does this keep going on where we travel to your mom and dad's house for Christmas if they have families? And she looked at me like I had just split the atom. Then was, you're going to be Grammy and Pop-Pop. They're going to want to go to your house. She was she was dumbfounded. She had no idea how to respond to that. And I think I set her off because it was like two glasses of wine later. She was just staring off into space like she could not. <laughs> you poked that gorilla. She could not figure out exactly what was going to happen when this happened. So I think she's now of the nature that she's going to try and make sure our kids don't have kids for as long as possible uh-huh. so that she doesn't have oh, to okay. cross this okay. bridge. That's her solution <laughs> to this. But I think you're right. That's something nobody thinks about is like once you have that third generation where do you go do you meet in the middle or do you still go to the oldest people's you house know, it naturally happens somehow it just naturally like develops into a plan and then sometimes it doesn't work for someone and i think that person should be heard like i love our situation but we used to go to my mom's house at christmas eve for a few hours then we'd have to travel to Derek's parents house for a couple days and it was a lot mike do you have kids i do i have a Three kids. I got uh, I got a 16 year old, and I got a nine and a 11 year old. So you're not too far away from this either. That 16 year old, you're gonna blink. Exactly. They're gonna be done with college. They're gonna have kids of their own, and you're gonna you're gonna get bypassed. They're either gonna go to great grandma well, and grandpa's house. Am I passing house. the buck? Because are they going to be the ones that are gonna cause the chaos? You know, like am I just being like, oh, you know? Of course they are. And the spots where you didn't cause the chaos, you're going to look at them and go, well, I didn't cause any chaos. And they're not going to care because they're living their own life and they're about what they want. You should also know that if you're going to be having people travel to your house, I think they should not have to worry about a thing. You have everything ready for them. Clean linens, 
you know, spots for everything that they need. Help them bring in stuff. There's E and J in the cabinet. Yeah. Yep. Have a drink ready for them. They'll need it. Yeah. This is tough stuff. You've thought about this much more than I have already, man. You're way ahead of the curve. Try and get some cash out the door for the holidays. Namely, $500 and some ho-ho dough could be going the way of Mr. Kurt over here on line three. What do you got going on this morning, Kurt? Oh, not much. Just dropped my kids off at school and now going to go home and make my lunch for work. What you making? Yeah, what's well, what's like... for lunch? I'm going to make myself some shrimp. Some shrimp? Yeah, what you kind got cat's attention. We know you're on the same page as Cat this morning. You know what I bought at the store? I bought some uh, Bang Bang shrimp sauce. That stuff is good. Spicy, but good. Oh, that is very good. Mm-hmm. You guys are like shrimp aficionados on here. All right, Kat, before you guys get too uh, honed in to each other, uh, I got to kick you out of the studio. As she makes her way out into the soundproof hallway, which really isn't soundproof, it's just full of random sounds, but they can't, she can't hear us. Uh, what I'm going to do, Kurt, is systematically I'm going to give you five separate words, and all you have to do, let's make sure she's out there. She's good? All right. All you have to do is just give me the first word that comes to mind, and then we'll go welcome Cat back in the studio. If you match up all five of these, you get five hundred dollars cash. You ready, Rock? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Right. Good luck. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say car? Drive. Okay, that's illogical. Kurt, what's the first word that comes to mind when I say clock? Time. Yep. Same fear. Sun. Right. Ooh. Shoe. Lace. And last one, Kurt. Tape. Cape? Tape, T-A-P-E. No, you said cape. Superhero. No, no, not cape. I'm sorry. Tape, T-A-P-E. Presence. Now, how long do you think we could actually stand here and just wait to see how edgy she'd get out in the hallway if we didn't really have anything else that we needed to accomplish? I got plenty of time. she's, She's a pretty simple human, so I think she would just stand there looking around for a long, long time. But we'll bring her back into the studio now. She's catching on. She's got that look like you guys procrastinated. So we'll welcome Kat back into the studio here. All right. We're not laughing at anything. How do you know that we're laughing at anything? Because you looked out at me, laughed, and then said, come in. Uh, We just, uh, Kurt and I were talking about you, and uh, we're hoping that you can sync Uh up the right answers with Kurt. What did you have to say, Kurt? $500. He just said that he really loved your presence and your demeanor and that you do a great job uh, producing and running this radio show. Facts. Yeah, so uh, exactly. I didn't want to speak That's for you. My there, words Kurt. exactly. All right, let's go. <laughs> for $500 cash. The first word, Kat, that comes to your mind when you hear car. Key. Damn it, we're done already. Kurt. Kurt. Uh, we're done. Uh, what did you say? He said drive. I tried. Oh, drive your car. Uh, let's try the other one, see if she would have even come close here. Uh, clock. Probably not. Hands. Sun. Shine. Shoe. String. Tape. Measure. (laughs) 
Kurt. Yeah, that what? was awesome. <laughs> Other than your love Matching for up. shrimp, you matched nothing, Kurt. That's all that matters, nothing, our love for shrimp. Nothing at all. We yeah. could do coconut shrimp. We could do grilled shrimp, shrimp scampi. Bowl I'm going to do some... Mine are going to be Cajun shrimp. Oh, man. I love you. All right. Well, well we've what done, were his we answers? Have, uh, well, he said, he said car drive, okay. clock time, sun bright, Shoe lace, which I think you said shoe string. I would have taken lace or string there. I was thinking fries. Tape. He said presents. Okay. Did you say shoe string fries? Yeah. All right. Uh, Kurt, you probably will never match up with Cat other than your love for shrimp. So I'm going to let you run and have a great day today. All right. All right. Thank you guys very much. Bingo. How fun. Last week, someone lost an eye at Bingo. 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 What Bingo? Bingo. Bingo. All right, here's how listener bingo works. Uh, the phones are on hold, so don't try calling quite yet. We'll tell you when, but maybe you're somebody listening who wants to give us your story because... You've done a lot for humanity. I think it's okay to toot your own horn every once in a while. Maybe you help out at um, soup kitchens, or you deliver meals on wheels, or you try to do stuff for other people all the time. So after Dolly Parton appeared in that halftime show outfit, you know, with the Cowboys cheerleader outfit, um, Chelsea Handler had a really tough time with some people saying... Dolly, you know your place. You should be in your house sitting in a recliner. You're too old for that. She funded COVID research that saved countless lives. She invested royalties from Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You into black communities in Nashville. She's donated over 200 million books to children nationwide. Would you like me to keep going? Okay, I will. She has a bald eagle rescue sanctuary. She rescues bald eagles. <laughs> so she did go on. There was more past that that Dolly does. And some guy came to her, you know, uh, not rescue, but her defense. And he was like, she does more in one single day than you will in your whole lifetime. Probably will never know how much Dolly Parton does till she's gone. Right. You know what I mean? And exactly. then somebody will run through that big Because list. she doesn't boast about it. It's like Prince did so much with his money, never boasted about it. We just found out um, post-mortem. Yeah. So uh, finding out what you've done for humanity. You do a lot. Okay. Mine is anyone listening who, after hearing George Lopez talk about his parents and their Christmas tree, I want to know, is there anyone listening who just isn't going to be putting up a tree this year? My grandmother wanted to get a living tree. So it spent, you know, four days in the house. Well, we got it late. And then she wanted to replant it in the front yard. <laughs> and the tinsel, you know, that real skinny tinsel yeah. never came off. Yeah. <laughs> it get wrapped around in the back. There's one ornament you can't find. Yeah. And then you'd be walking home from school two miles away and tinsel would fly by. <laughs> so I want to know, is there anyone listening who is just not in, in like you celebrate Christmas, but you're just not doing a tree this year? Matt, who gets the bingo, Cat or myself? Oh, you, JJ. Hey, all right. Number one, I love a good bingo. And why are you such a Grinch without a tree, sir? I, I just, you know, I work a lot. My kids are all grown, and, you know, I go to other people's house. I don't really have people over, so. Okay. There's no, really yeah. no point, I don't think. So really all these years you just did it for yourself, or for your kids, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that they're grown, it's, you know. Is there a tree in the attic or the crawl space or the basement if you had to put one up? Nope, not even that. You don't even own a Christmas tree. And uh, you, you celebrate the holiday, right? I do, I yeah. do. And, uh, and you're just going to be uh, cool with, uh, you know, throwing the gifts, uh, just taking the gifts to people's places or, you know, and no, nobody's exactly. going nobody's gonna to come over and sing carols at your house or anything? No. All right. Do you miss it? I do. You feel, yeah. It sounds like you're content without having a tree here. 
I'm very content. Plus, I, you know, get to save a little bit of money. There you go. I guess if it works out for you and you still have the Christmas spirit, I'm all about it. Don't you think you'd feel a little bit better if you got one, though, Matt? Um, no. <laughs> He's just not having it, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I mean, how old are your kids? Uh, in their 20s. All right. Well, do, do they do you have, have any grandkids? Well, no, I got nieces and nephews. Okay, Okay, perfect. cool, because I wanted to make sure these Disney on Ice tickets get used. So you got our last tickets this time around. We're going to make sure we get these to you off the air. And uh, I would say Merry Christmas, but apparently you don't care. <laughs> would your parents ever have TV shows that they had to see because if you're young enough and you're listening to this you're like wait you couldn't just watch them anytime you wanted on demand like they were only on at seven o'clock on thursday night on nbc did your parents have any of these 60 minutes my mom yeah Mm -hmm. i'd hear the ticking you know yes yes, the stopwatch and then she was like shut up no she wouldn't say that but yeah she always watched 60 minutes or dateline how about your dad? Anything that was... Uh, I don't like- remember my dad ever watching TV. Really? Yeah. And now he, he likes watching like, um, oh my God, how do I not remember? It's uh, a Rifleman. The ri- he wa- oh, he the watches old Rifleman, Rifleman all the time. Really? And he tries to... Oh, I feel so bad because Liam will sleep over there and he'll wake up early because Liam's an early riser. There's my dad in the kitchen. Hey, want to watch some Rifleman? My in-laws are into Bonanza. They watch that okay. all the time. And uh, But my parents... We're super big into uh, moonlighting. My mom loved moonlighting with Bruce Willis. And, he had a um, TV show, Bruce Willis? Oh, Bruce Willis was, uh, that's where he got his break. And it was with, um, oh, someone's going to remember who the, uh, look it up real quick. Uh, moonlighting, it was Bruce Willis and um, what was her name? Oh, and she was like incredibly weirdly sexy, but not. Sybil oh, Shepard. Sybil Shepard, yeah. And but then, then she uh, had her own show, Sybil. Much later. Remember that, yeah. Afterwards. But my dad was a freak about Cheers. He, I think, wanted nothing more than to be Norm. I think that was kind of his hero. Could he have been Norm? Uh, I think he could have. He just never had the spot. Like, I think, number one, he always had a job. Yeah. Uh, And then number two, like, I think any man that's watched that show has thought, I would love to have a local bar yeah. where when I walk in, everybody knows my name, <laughs> they greet me, yeah. and the bartender knows exactly what I want, and there's one waiting there. And then you got to remember, Norm never paid. He just had a running bill. Yeah. And they would even joke about it. I remember on one of the episodes, uh, you know, he said, put it on my tab. And somebody goes, you ever going to pay that tab? And he goes, as soon as NASA gets done calculating it, you know. So I think everyone wants to like belong somewhere. I would love to belong to a coffee shop like that. I mean, Liam and I go enough to a coffee shop in Becker that they like know that we're there, like say hi to us that, you know, they see us often. But I want I want them to be like, oh, chai latte girls walking through the door right now. See, and I feel weird. Trish and I have one or two spots where if we go to have dinner or maybe just like a beer before a hockey game or something like that, Mm -hmm. if the bartender knows me, then I feel like a raging alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah. But the reason I bring this up is I had heard this and this guy believes that the theme song from Friends is just the long lost third verse from the Cheers theme song. Listen to what he does with this. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke, your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in the second gear. Wow. I think he's got it, man. So grab yourself a beer where everybody knows your name. 
second. Right? Isn't that pretty close? How about $500 in Christmas cash? Yeah, it's American currency and it's yours at 7.30 Friday morning. So get up early, check out the live show and get some ho-ho dough. So with our new development... So we have our existing development that was us. And then there was a huge field and they literally built a house a day across the street from us. They just built one. I go up so fast. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. So we had a lot of construction in our neighborhood. Now I don't even know if there is any more room to build any more houses. So I think we're done for now, but they'll find it. Now we have all these new neighbors and uh, Derek and I have always done this, like even in our last house. And I'm sure so many people do this, but because you don't know a lot of your neighbors names. That we just come up with nicknames. Do you do that in your development? Yeah, I know we've lived in our development for 10 years, so I know most of the people, but we do have some new neighbors and the guy works for like a plumbing and heating company yeah. and always leaves his van on the street. So I call him Handy Mandy. Oh, okay. Uh, Manny. Uh, but I don't know who they are. I've never met these people, but like my wife and I are pretty good about this because we walk the dog a lot and we got, you know, our kids have always been outside a lot. So yeah. we got to know most of our neighbors, but that's really the only nickname we have is uh, Handy Manny down the street. So we have Man Bun. And he has a brown lab, and he lets the lab because because he thinks everybody loves this dog that he lets it off the leash and lets it run up to your house and sniff around. And what's that bothering weird. you? You're bothered by a get dog's... off our lawn. Oh my god! Keep your dog on a you leash. It is the so rule. Fun. It is a be... law. You could get cited for it anyway. Then we have Puffy Patty, and this is not <laughs> anything about her weight. She just wears puffy jackets to walk her dog. Okay, and it's like. It's a puffy jacket, and then it took steroids. <laughs> it is like the biggest thing I've ever seen. Gore-Tex. But she's so warm, I would assume. And then we have No Smile. And No Smile has the first house in our development. So if you were to drive in and see her at the mailbox or whatever, you're not going to think this is a nice neighborhood because she like will wave. She sets the tone. And she just like, <laughs> I don't know if her face goes up. RBF. It's just like, yeah, so we call her No Smile. So those are ours. I want to know about the nickname you have for somebody in your neighborhood. Adam, you're uh, first. What's the nickname? I call her Big Booty Becky. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you guys know, but she got a big booty. (laughs) I kind of of caught on to that. Okay. And are you single or do you have someone in your life that would catch you calling her Big Booty Becky? I just live in the house with me and my wife. So the only person I call her Big Booty Becky to is to my wife. And okay. your wife goes along with this. She doesn't mind referring to her as well as Big Booty Becky. I mean, it's not her favorite thing, but... Uh, <laughs> but she got dead you know, ass. I got mad. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want, next Go time, ahead and text. Next time Becky comes past your place, you just quick shot. That, big te- booty. Text it to us. This is Big Booty Becky. <laughs> Does that remind you of Friday? A text uh, just a few minutes ago from a woman named Gretchen, and uh, she was asking because Derek is about to head to Fleet Farm this morning. Stocking up and get some of the stuff. I gave him a hundred and twenty-five dollar budget. That's so weird. My wife would just go, "Hey, go get what you need." No, 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 not when it comes to Christmas decor. This man is crazy about Christmas, and so I said, one twenty-five. Stick with that. Go get your white twinkly lights. I think you need some stuff for the garland, stuff like that. And I said, go get one prop for the yard. I think he's going to get one of those deer that light up and awesome. move their head up yeah, and down. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> I like them too. They're kind of classy. So um, she was like, I know that he loves doing it. So can he come over and help our neighbor? And I said, why? And she goes, she needs some help. And so I said, 
Let's talk to you. Yeah, break this down, will you, Gretchen? I have a neighbor. She yep. moved in um, spring of last year, and she put up her Halloween decorations, and they were god-awful, like <laughs> just tacky, ugly, just not not even cute at yeah. all. And our neighborhood, like we are, we're like that neighborhood that people want to drive down. Like we take it seriously all holidays. Oh, for Christmas, um, you guys are that neighborhood. Oh, I love oh, those. We are that, yeah, we are that neighborhood. So for Christmas, you know, we take it, we take it seriously. Like I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and my husband, he's like, he's like, do you think like I can go over there and like offer to help her? And, you know, yeah, you know, try to jazz it up, but like he doesn't know if that's you know overstepping kind of thing. You're worried about insulting her, saying like you don't. Yeah, okay. Basically, you know, I don't want you know problems, but also we don't want her house to be the ugly one. You know, <laughs> yeah. Basically, I get it. Like when you live so close to somebody and, you know, it was like me with my neighbors and their lawns this past summer. It was just really hard to like drive past them and and turn into my house and, you know, kind of like we were just so close. It was almost like you're guilty by association. Your house looks like trash, too. But um, I I don't know. Maybe it's an option. Do you guys have like a Facebook for your development? Um, We do, you know, for like garage sales and stuff. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe just put it on there like, hey, we're so excited. You ready to get the Christmas season going? Does anybody need help with their decor? Wink, wink, let us know and we'll come over. Or, I don't know, but. Yeah, I just don't know if she like, you know, checks that, but. There was a scuffle outside of Sleepy Hollow Elementary School in Texas. And I'm going to be very careful with this story uh, since we have moms and, and kids in the in the car and dads. So this guy dressed as a Grinch and he stood out on the sidewalk in front of the school before they let the kids out with a sign. And I think you can only assume what the sign said. We shouldn't lie to children. Hey. That's where he's getting beat up. One of the dads. Get away from my stuff. Ma'am, stay in your car, please. So this guy's standing out in front of the school with a sign that says Jesus is real and uh, some other Christmassy things weren't so real. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you why would you ever that was like those two boneheaded shock jock DJs. Years and years ago that said, we've got this major, major announcement that Have we're going to do kids ready. right at 730. And then they, you, you know exactly where they went with it. It was just, man, it's just making people's lives worse. I like, don't understand. Don't be a jerk. I know. Instead of just like holding a sign that says, remember, the reason for the season yeah. is Jesus or something like that. That's a different message than what this guy did. And you don't do it when there are dads in the pickup line or moms that have well, a I lot mean, of effort in it. Your kid has uh, this sense of innocence yes. and wonder and... And belief for only so long. Yeah. And don't piss up that flagpole, man. I don't get it. All right. Body language. Big deal. It is a big deal when it comes to like your holiday parties that you're going to bring your plus one to or whatever. Maybe you want to feel confident that you can remember people's names or how do you deal with like that small talk? You know how you don't sometimes remember if you've met someone before. It's like a friend, a friend or a partner. And you're like, never, ever, ever say nice to meet you. Always say nice to see you. I do that. It's insurance. Yeah, yeah. I think that what can happen in these is we get awkward small talk. If you ask someone, how you doing? How's it going? Their brain is asleep. It stays on autopilot. Working on anything exciting these days? 
what you're doing is you're changing their brain. Uh, so I always do the uh, good to see you. Good to see you. I, I like that one. And then uh, like even people that like I engage with briefly at the gym or wherever it is, I always uh, I always ask them what's new. Yeah. Like I don't ask how I, I don't like the how are you how's it going I'm like hey what's new uh-huh. tell me something new in your life that's cool that's not just for holiday parties use that that is a good life uh, bit of knowledge right there uh, a man being praised for treating his elderly neighbor with kindness and compassion so um, I have to admit I watched this video a few days ago and I only watched like half of it and I'm like oh it's just one of these Karen neighbor gripes but he turns it around listen to this beautiful moment can you turn those lights off which ones. The ones that are keeping me awake at night. The rope lights. The rope lights, are they keeping you awake? Yeah, I don't mind it. Keep them on till, you know, 10 o'clock. The cops came and they looked at the rope lights. They said they're not shining in your window. But I'll do you this. I'll do you this. I will turn them off at 10 o'clock for you. Okay? Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. See, what I think what it is, Journey, I think you just need to come over when you're lonely and talk and have some food and some wine. How about that? Have some wine. Have some food and have some (laughs) wine. And her face was like, they want to visit with me. Some people just like, imagine how busy you are in your life. And it's hard to imagine not being busy or having anybody to talk to. What you didn't notice there is this guy really turned the other cheek because she'd already called the cops on him. I know. know. I know. And they investigated and showed her, no, he's not doing anything wrong. But he just invited her in for food and wine. What a great lesson. I don't get invited in for food and wine. Yeah. And I don't ever call the cops on anybody. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.